3: Get Welcome to Slamfire Radio. This is episode 411 on June 24th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle.
4: It's also July 2nd. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly, You're right?
3: I'm hey, someone uh, sitting there going <laughs> and editing. That is, <laughs> it's awesome. I love this. I, it's like it's like you guys know. Mind, mind off. Mind off.
4: Oh, we're back to normal. It was so good for 3 weeks. And now it's. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, someone's going through editing stuff and just mind off, yeah.
4: <laughs> no.
3: Yeah. Wait, we got a fourth host.
4: hosts <laughs> go. It's like rounding Hello. up cats.
0: Hello. Oh,
2: Hello. I said my name but, uh and I'm Mo.
4: Hello. Were there we mute? go. Were you muted?
3: No.
0: Maybe I couldn't hear it. Oh,
4: oh okay. No, I couldn't hear it.
3: Do we want to take it from the top? <laughs> no. No. I don't know. I don't know what show you think you're on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
4: It's like home. I I feel like feed. Are just it's back to normal. Mm-hmm. The
1: endings are very <laughs>
4: awkward, and so are the beginnings. Welcome to Slimefire Radio, <laughs> everybody.
1: It's awesome. <laughs> okay,
3: okay mm-hmm. we're gonna start off with what we did in guns. What we did with guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's Premier Firearms Retailer. And another well, we have the Churchill Shockwaves are back in stock. Those are those shotguns
0: well. with the with the pistol grip on them. They oh, kind of okay. neat. They're like real short.
3: Oh, nice. They, they also over-unders.
0: have a regular sock if you actually want to shoot it. If you actually want to shoot it and not like do one of these it's or not, one of these or one of those. <laughs>
4: no, not here. Yeah. Sorry, what? Huh? <laughs> huh? I said it's not vigilantism. We don't promote that here. But if you want to do it, like. <laughs>
0: You want to defend a dumpster yes.
3: yes nice yes. yeah good dumpster defender yeah i could use that today for a mouse that was hiding in one of my tires in between my dude duallys
4: <laughs> if you shot at a mouse with that at close range
3: it would be gone it would
4: be, gone. Yeah. It it would be dust be <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: very dust yeah. yeah Yeah, and unicorns would come out of your butt too okay
3: (laughs) (laughs) okay well and on that note (laughs) adriel would you like to tell us what you did in guns this week
4: yeah
0: you bet so i've been uh away for a week i took a week
4: off i know i'm
0: in uh how'd it feel a few years a few times in a few years i would have watched the show but it's, the internet where I was was so bad that it's just like, it's not possible. It's, it's not going to work.
4: How many years? Because we calculated. Um, no oh, problem.
0: More than a couple. Yeah. Oh, it's been yeah. three almost four three. years. Yep. No, it's yep. been
4: three. You haven't taken a three? day off.
0: Yeah. Um, week off. Week off.
4: Yeah. Okay. Week off. Like we push. We push. you in there. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, even today, like today, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not totally set up either. I'm kind of taking like half a day off, half a day off. But uh, yeah, last week true. I was uh, doing maple seeds at BTSA, so a good, a good excuse was doing gun stuff. You know, racking up all that good good gun stuff. Uh, it was good. There was uh, first day, a little bit of rain. Which I know, Kelly, that's your thing. Sorry, I'm I'm taken from it, I guess. Uh a little bit of rain on the first day, uh, second day, just all the, the heat. And uh that said though, I'm glad we're not do- I'm I'm not doing it this week because this week yeah, was I, has been uh excruciating in Alberta. Aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it got so there.
4: you had a little bit of rain and at mm-hmm. the maple seed that I was on.
0: Mm-hmm
4: no no rain it was no nice rain. and hot and sunny it was actually too hot it was 35
0: and uh, i don't know if i could do one of like 35 people's brains just melt my brain melts at 35 no, mine would sometimes be- my head melts too do you wear a hat <laughs> yeah of course Of yeah. course. yeah okay even even with still hot yeah uh, no.
4: by yeah. the way also mm-hmm. had fabulous event Mine. I know that we don't. We talked about it last week, but I just wanted to let you know we had eight riflemen patch. Eight out of how many eight. participants? Thirteen.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. Don't tell the guys. I, I had. Anyway, I had four of my eight on the one day, and I had uh, none on the none on the next day. Which that's is because just very That's because
4: it's people. you, and. <laughs>
0: i'm very inconsistent it was all the trainers fault no. we didn't do a good job on day two
4: no actually yeah. i've had a couple of those too so yeah, yeah. but it, it as long as there's a movement on you know they're they're shooting um a capability oh, that is what, something
0: i i did and, though and on maple
4: seed to, yeah
0: I, I made the mad minute metrics spreadsheet I, that calculates yeah. the improvement from the morning to the afternoon so do you know
4: what that means? But you've also done it for the various provinces and regions. So that means Ontario and Alberta can do a head-to-head.
0: Head-to-head, yeah. Head-to-head. How much do we improve the students head-to-head? This is like nice.
4: This is very much quantifiable. We can yeah. do this. So what are you buying me at the end? Please tell me a sandwich. What I win. Mm.
0: uh it's a sandwich i'm gonna mail it to you it's gonna come with some stickers on the outside of the box though you oh, no. you're missing some oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah yeah i'll this have seems... to let people know what's inside the box yes yeah
4: i'm just totally not gonna say anything about this
0: bad mm. things, it's, coming. Bad things. it's coming okay I, I was listening in i'm like i feel bad kelly hasn't been getting the proper welcome that she deserves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um prepare yourself for that. Okay. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so the maple seeds were great. Um I got some lock grips from a Shadow 2. Uh mm-hmm. they're very bright red. Mm-hmm. Uh I will have some photos of those. Well, actually I'll I'll show you guys on the next uh on the next you, podcast. We'll you have
4: you posted podcast. them on your Instagram.
0: It's hard to even tell if that photo is picking it up correctly because, like this, like my phone camera just freaks out trying to handle the saturation from the bright red right off that thing. So okay. it might not be c- capturing it 100% accurate.
2: Is is oh. it the thin ones or the palm the palm swells? Swell figure?
0: palm swell. Okay, I went palm swell, and I also got the the uh, cut for the magwell because I I typically run my Shadow Two and Three guns, so uh they're set for the mag well if i'm going to shoot some ipsic or something like that i'll just throw on the uh i've got the factory aluminum grips that uh, i'll just throw on for that kind of thing
4: so does is it um are the grips are they i know that they're stippled so Mm -hmm. you can grab onto them are they hard or are they a little bit squishy no
0: they're hard it's g10 Uh it's like a plastic um, but it's like very grippy and uh the aluminum is okay, it, and 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 the the aluminum grips haven't really caused That's any anything. issues for yeah. me. But I would like like just a little bit more grip to it. And uh, if I shoot in like minus thirty, those aluminum grips are death. They just suck the heat right out of your hands. So I wouldn't mind uh, G ten for that, just to uh, just to help keep some heat in my hands when I'm when I'm shooting a match in the in the winter, which happens. That happens here up mm-hmm. here.
4: And you replaced also the mag release too. It looks like.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Place big the and mag aggressive. release. I thought I, you know, it was ten bucks extra or something like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll throw that on there. Yeah, give me the mag <laughs> release. A little bit more red. And now I'm looking at it I'm like, mm, maybe I need to put like a little bit of red on my shotgun, just to, like have a little bit of an ensemble going here, right?
3: <laughs> well, well, everything's you, got to match.
4: Yeah. Why don't yeah, you do like a two-stage trigger, like on like the Red Kid triggers as well?
3: No? I have one of those
0: on my Maple Ridge Armory Maverick. Yes, but you do. I don't want to dremel the shit out of my WSMCR to make it fit. Because that's what I'd have to do to make it. Mm-hmm. And Kyle knows, because he did it to his, right? <laughs> I'd have to do
3: that. and uh, I don't want to do that. Uh, so
4: but- Adriel has oh. just backed away from dremeling a gun.
3: But I didn't dremel the receiver. Once. I just dremeled the trigger.
0: You <laughs> Dremeled the Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned the, the, the trigger yeah, arms there, right? Just the, yeah, just
3: on that uh, Kelvin Elite, the adjustment bar up top, I just shortened that. I don't use the extreme end, so I just took a six, like a 16th off either end and it was able to move. I
0: would Dremel. Uh, in between the two of them, I would Dremel the WK before I Dremel that trigger.
3: <laughs> if the I WK owned...
0: is not the spec. The trigger is the spec. The yeah. trigger stays the same. The WK gets, yeah. the, gets the taste.
3: Yeah. If I owned the rifle i would have done exactly that but it wasn't my Uh, rifle so mm. it's a loaner rifle and even though i probably it would have been okay the owner would have been okay with it i wasn't about to just take a dremel to his gun without i've taken dremels to lots of people's guns but usually it's with their permission and usually they're actually paying me to do it so
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
4: yeah
3: yeah
4: anyways um, before you go uh, forward, we just mm-hmm. want to actually say hi to Todd and welcome back to the show. He says that Slam Fire Radio has come a long way and haven't listened for, to the show for three years. So thanks. Come on back. Yeah. Thanks for coming back. Yeah. Welcome
3: back, Todd.
0: Yeah. Is that, have you, that have when you met I started or when enough? you started? But what was the reason why you left? Probably what, you or me. Probably me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're still here.
4: <laughs> yeah. Trevor's back, too. You missed him last
3: week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Kind it of back, I missed but, it too. He missed Trevor um, leaving too. This hmm. is true,
4: so maybe he didn't even know that Trevor Probably left. didn't.
0: Yeah. yeah, anyways. Um, oh, yeah, so to like match the red grips, I like I painted the base pads on my Shadow 2 as well. Because if you're running a Magwell, you got to run base pads, so I've got base pads, and I spray painted them red, and that nice. uh, was good. And then while I was spray painting things, I was looking at, uh, I got a bunch of the Enfield like metal parts and some of them were really rough and, uh, I hit them with like a, a flat black Krylon oh, looks so good. Oh, they look so good. Like I get it. It's not like the factory finish, but I don't care. It looks, it looks fantastic. So, uh, those are looking good. I did some more inleting on the wood. So the, uh. Uh, a couple more parts are, are almost there. So, yeah, I'm picking away at that project. It's, it's hard to pick away at it when it's uh, like 35 and humid here and yeah. everyone's just like dying. I, I don't want to go in like, a hot garage or outside <laughs> and start working on some wood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I got a couple of review guns on the way. So, wow. um, later on, we'll uh, we'll mention it. But True North Arms has a, a 9mm kit for the WK. And, yeah, uh, I saw that. That was. I asked, I asked them, I'm like, hey, can you send one of those my way? And they're like, yes. yeah, sure, why not? So they're going to send one yeah. of those my way for a review, which I'm kind of pumped about because I think nine millimeter PCC, I think there's room for uh, for a good one in the market. So yep. kind of excited to see yep. that. And Should then, be interesting. yeah, and then kind of out of the blue, Wolverine's like, hey, do you want to try that 10 millimeter uh, Tokarev thing? And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so they're
4: going to send you <laughs> one of those things. I, okay.
3: Not going to shoot a three gun a... match with it, but I was going to say, please have that there next weekend. Yeah, I might,
0: I might, I could bring it out. Yeah, <laughs> as long as I get the red certain time. But yeah. uh, oh, jeez, that ammo is expensive too.
4: Yeah, yeah. The red, the, no, the red. I go star. all
0: the way back to the gun dude days. Oh yeah, that is going far back, Todd. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I got a couple of review guns on the way, and then there are, right now that we're we're having Canada Day sales, and I've been looking around. I've I've got a little bit of money because i sold a bunch of guns recently and i'm like kind of looking and seeing what, what uh, what's out there and uh the ruger wranglers i i wanted one before uh and i noticed that rangeview sports had the bronze one for 239 yeah. and i'm like mm, that bronze looks <laughs> sick that's <Bye."> so cheap <laughs> so you bought too. it yeah. okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
4: so do you have briar's remorse yet
0: no when it gets here maybe okay <laughs> like so so the thing is like it does not match my style of shooting whatsoever no, like it doesn't. thumbing in one round at a time for 22 yep. hitting them out with the ejector rod it's not yep. a go fast gun yep. uh if we if we were allowed to use handguns in rural areas i'd use that for chicken hunting i'd use that for uh gopher i'd use that for like that kind of thing it would, it would be good for that because it would be reliably just thumb in some rounds and throw it in your pocket getting good to go right but uh, mm-hmm. just just for range work, I'm I'll I'll probably review it and then sell it shortly after. But, okay,
4: yeah. you need to talk to me if you're going to sell it. I've already <laughs> oh, put bids uh, on it. No, no I, I was no, gonna, I was going to throw no, my no. And the reason is because I'm trying to get some for Ladies' Days because it's a perfect. It's a perfect revolver. That would be a great days. gun
0: for yeah. ladies' day. I'll,
3: a. I'll, I'll, I'll give
2: mine to a lady if, if that makes a difference.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, say, you had to go there. I was going to challenge you to a race to his doorstep, but you had to go there.
4: Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> no, ladies' days.
3: Oh. Uh,
0: mm. Yeah, for a (laughs) ladies' day, it would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be be awesome. It's a really great gun for that kind of thing, or for taking new people to the range. Exactly. Because it's super safe. You thumb the rounds in, they get the experience of running the hammer. And uh,
4: yeah, somebody wants to use a revolver. There you go.
0: God, i hate revolvers though like, I do too. I, oh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get here i'm gonna shoot it a little bit touch it i have to touch it to get remorse
2: trevor's <laughs> supposed to be the one scaring away the listeners we're supposed to be getting them back so
1: apparently we didn't once. yeah uh
0: yeah so i bought that and then uh actually just earlier today i was out um shooting a couple of uh, uh borrowed guns for uh for review <clears throat> one of them was a saloon arms ss 211 which is a I, i'll show it on, on the next show but okay it's a double barrel shotgun uh, over under about yeah. a big. there's no it's so small and uh i tried six different ways of shooting it just yeah. to see like do you shoot it off your shoulder with like this thing is like crammed <laughs> up in your face or do you shoot it two-handed or one-handed or from the hip and from the hip was by far the, the most fun most secure or yeah, not not accurate f- okay just fun. Oh. Yeah. yeah
4: so you did do a video of it correct
0: i am working on it I'm, okay. i just got I my shooting footage today. It. yeah 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 it, not not a lot of fun like uh it it's uh it's got some recoil to it because it's it's four and a half sure. pounds. It's tiny. It's got like a very small butt pad on it. So it's like it's cranking your shoulder if you put it up there. I found the the, the best way to, to fire that thing was basically like two handed f- a little bit further out. Okay. Uh, not nice. super in control, but like you're not hurting yourself and you can get some decent accuracy so out what's of it. So it's
4: recoil like, so would you be able to put your, like say for example, your son behind that? Uh, you
1: no.
0: Know? Absolutely not. Okay. No. So you <laughs> no. Need something they, it would, it would beat it. him up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. He could run it like handling wise, no problem, but there's no weight to it, right? No weight to it in the small butt pad. So, like, um, like I-, I had one of the, uh, uh, oh, what do you call it there? The Mossberg Bantams, which is like a 20 gauge, nice and mm-hmm. short gun, very yep. lightweight though. And like, I tried shooting that thing. It's like, this is just as snappy as a 12 gauge because it was lighter. It's yep. like, yeah, you're, you're sending less dead, uh, less lead downrange, but. You're, did, you've got such a smaller, lighter gun. Did you gun
4: listen like, to last week's show?
0: Uh, parts of it.
4: 410, 20 gauge, the payload, same mm-hmm. as the mm-hmm. you know, 12 mm-hmm. gauge. It's snappy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, snappy. <laughs> lighter guns, though. <laughs> Handy. Yeah. it yeah. is. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, then the Rossi Ranch Hand. Oh, what a sweetheart gun that thing was. Oh, nice. So that's in 38 Special or 357 Magnum. Both of them were fine. So with the uh, Ranch Hand stock, which there's not much to it, um, it was okay. Um, But I also shot it with a full-length stock. And then basically it's like a carbine with a very short barrel on it. And it's just a sweetheart. Just so easy to shoot. So soft. Nice and accurate. um, And a lot of fun. So I really like that one. It was, uh, it was something that I could actually like, I could own this and shoot this like this. This would be totally reasonable. Whereas that the 12 gauge was like, um, not a toy, but like bordering on like range toy only and not super comfortable or anything (laughs) like that. So, um,
4: are you going to keep it then? Or was it something you borrowed? These are just
0: review units, which I'm I'm thankful for. Someone else owns them. So, and they, they lent them to me for review. So I got to get the review up and then ship it back. Yeah. Yeah. And it nice. sounds like uh, if if I do dislike the Wrangler, I won't have any problems uh, selling it. <laughs> <laughs> well, put your hand down. Okay,
4: you should. You uh, should uh, buy
0: if you if you're that interested. You should buy your own because they're they're out there for right around two thirty two. Yeah, I right know. I was just yeah. Just,
4: yeah, but yep. I'm interested in getting a good deal from you. But I'll you know. Yeah. The, and <laughs> not only that, I get some stickers on my. My gun. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. gotta let people know what's what's inside that box. Yeah, Yeah.
4: and then I get to go pick it up at the post office and say, "Oh, my new gun's in," and just freak people out. (laughs) The
2: the stickers are definitely a nice touch. Thank you. Yeah, Mm, mm, I'm mm -hmm. down to fifty hunting gear guy stickers. If you can send me some more, so. Oh, by the way,
4: I'm totally uh... (laughs) out.
0: Uh, I gotta make some more. I'm gonna make some more sneakers, yeah. Yeah. So, Mike's (laughs)
4: Mike is listening, he's also spending money furiously. Uh, what else? Uh, Tommy,
0: there were some good sales,
4: Jericho 941SA going into my new um kitten chassis.
0: Hi, Tommy, Kaidon chassis,
4: Kaidon chassis. Is that
0: one of those uh, I don't know, PCC chassis? I haven't heard of the Kaidon one, me neither. but there was a new one. Uh, yeah. There's a there's a couple of them out there. Cool. Anyways, that's uh, that's all I did this week or two weeks rather. But uh,
1: <laughs> I would like forever. to
0: get out to the range and uh, I am also testing an RDB. So I'm gonna be. be I'd like to go to the range, uh, shoot the RDB, shoot my uh, uh, rifle, make sure it's like perfectly zeroed in because weekend coming up, got a big three gun match. See. Yeah, got Kyle, the uh, battle of Alberta. Kyle,
4: you're battle going up for that, right?
3: Yep. Cool. Yep. Okay. So, anyways, all right. That's it for me. Cool. Uh, Kelly, what did you do this week?
4: Okay. So, Skeet Night on Wednesday Night with Kelly. It was a much better week than the week before. It started out actually not too good, Uh, but I focused and was able to clean it at the end. So, it was really good to get back into busting some clays and shooting some, yeah. I like it when I hit stuff. I don't like it when I don't hit stuff. So, anyways. uh, That's weird. Yeah. No, I, I've had an off couple of weeks for shooting for some reason. Anyways, I don't know why. Uh, Steel yeah. Challenge. I also went out with the, my peeps and did the Steel Challenge at uh, FRPC on Sunday. It was just a, a fun match. And, yeah. So, it was a Texas Stars Steel Challenge. So, we had two Texas Stars. We had a, about... Um, Mm, five or six poppers plus we had a a, a sawhorse with plates on it as well it was really well laid out but my god i hate texas stars like i seriously (laughs) do so uh i didn't do as well as i had hoped uh, but it was awful fun and the other thing that it was was i also shot a half of our squad had uh most Almost everybody was shooting uh, CZ shadows, by the way. Half Mm -hmm. of them had uh, optics on it, and half of them didn't. Kasu Mm. did really well. Well, I don't have an optic on mine, so.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That could go either way, depending on the crowd, so. (laughs) Yeah,
4: so uh, those that had the optics did really, really, really well, and those that didn't, we fared pretty good. Um, Really? Yeah. I always find you know.
0: like uh, the the optics make uh, they they really help with accuracy, mm-hmm. um, but I don't find they help much with speed at all.
4: Well, accuracy um. is important when we're trying to hit a moving target that's swinging mm-hmm. wildly. Uh, what I did was actually I so I hit the first couple of poppers first went over to the first texas star hit the top and hit the side it would start to swing so i'd go back uh, to the next set of poppers then go to the next texas star while it was swinging hit a couple and i'd go back to the other texas star and try and get that and then i would go to the plates and so i was so while the texas star i'm not that good. i need to get out and shoot pistol a little bit more obviously.
0: They're fun. uh, For for our listeners who haven't shot a Texas star, could you just describe what it is?
4: Okay, so it is a bunch of plates. So there's five all together. uh, And they're in a star pattern. And what happens is you'll shoot the top one, or you should be shooting the top one, and then you go around the star, but it is weighted. And so it starts swinging wildly, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, your goal is to shoot all the plates off of it. And um, it's it's fun to do. It's very hard to do, actually, if you uh, aren't uh, if you're if you haven't practiced it a, a lot. I've done it a few times, uh, but I'm not all that great yeah. at it. So I'm pretty good at hitting the poppers and everything else. Yeah. The Texas Star were, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. it was fun. Right. Yeah. Lots of fun. You're not
3: chasing the plates on the star, are you? You're waiting for them to settle at their top.
4: Yeah. Okay yeah yeah
3: Yeah. i see so many people they're going and trying to follow the plates in the whole arc and it's like no just pick a spot sit there wait for the plate to come to you Bing. i like shooting the bottom one for just for
0: that to purposefully make it spin into me yeah. so if i can shoot that bottom one and get it get a good spin on it i'll just keep aiming at the same spot and keep knocking them <gasps> oh off at that God. one spot. Adriel, yeah.
4: that is yeah. like life-changing right there
0: yeah that's one because
4: i was i was strategy. at the top first yeah I hit the top first, and then the second.
0: and That's, then the, right, that's the right way to go if you don't yeah. want it to move. But what if you <laughs> do want it to move?
3: Well, that's the thing. Like Up here, for 3-gun, they make us yeah. shoot the bottom right plate first to, so that it does spin. Mm. So like that's where we practice what Adriel is saying. Okay, you start that plate, and either you wait for it to come to you, or if I'm with my shotgun, what I'll do is I'll actually attack the next plate and just run it all the way back up because
0: yeah yeah as they spin just okay knocking them off
3: this is um yeah. uh, this is
4: something i want to talk about this is something that we should cover during a main topic is steel challenges and the various steel on how to hit it and the best way to hit it yeah yeah, we need to that do that
2: that would be interesting yeah yeah
4: because mm-hmm. a lot of people are a lot of people are going to these matches and shooting it they're at or the outlaw matches or whatever they are and they're trying to figure out how to do it and Essentially, empty their gun and then throw the gun at us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, targets like that. Uh, Texas stars, Death Stars, spinners. Spinners are a big one that you see people screw up yeah. so much. Oh, more, yeah. more so than uh, Texas stars. Texas stars yeah. are there. Spinners, people screw that up so much. Yeah,
4: yeah. First time hitting a spinner was down in down at uh, Balmoral at the Rusty It was fun. I had fun. Uh, the other thing that I was doing this week is prepping for the Black Badge course that's going to be happening, not this weekend, but the weekend after. Uh, I printed off the manual for it. I have to do the te- test prior to, and then on Friday night, we'll be going in and discussing the test and marking out. So I printed it all off, and now I'm going to go and read through the Black Badge Keener. Re-
0: regulations. It's going to be fine. <sighs> it's going to be easy.
4: Okay so doing that oh and uh, yeah and i've booked a date with my 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 tribe for sunday to go and shoot pistol i have to go and pick up more ammo too Hmm. because i'm shooting a lot of ammo lately so i'll go do that so i need to go to sfrc by the way sfrc has an 18 percent off sale right now it's if you go online it's canada but we're talking about canada i think this one anybody have extra deep pockets this week foc has apc 223 back in stock
2: cool oh i would love one of those Ugh. thanks
4: brandon
3: yeah uh, you know you would it's only but then, like but then, four grand i think isn't it
2: yeah it's only four grand yeah
3: <laughs> you'd love it until you
0: had to compete with it until you had to like throw it into a dump barrel or something like that and you're like
2: oh, oh no God, no no, no
3: carefully I, there you know, i do that happily <laughs>
2: oh no. I
4: would
2: I would keep it in a velvet sack. No, I would not do velvet it. Velvet
4: sack. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No? Uh so that's everything that I did in Guns this week. Why don't we swing on over to who's next on the list? Mo, Mo Beta.
2: You're up. Okay. Um, I had another match in Quebec I- Ipsy match in Quebec on Saturday. It was at a range called Sand Hill. It was my first time there. It's uh kind of near Sherbrooke. Yeah. Um and it was another rainy day, so I was like back-to-back weekends of rain, so maybe I'm the rain guy now. Um but I'm I'm starting to learn that it doesn't really bother me. So like I, I don't I don't think I it affected me being out there that it was raining, but um thanks to Trevor's tip about grip and going back to my shadow <laughs> too, I yeah. probably out of my I think 8 eight matches that I've done so far since I did my black badge last November, it was probably my best now best for nice. me. So I finished about half like uh, production optics. Mm-hmm. I finished about halfway in the group. So for me, again, for me, that was like, great. I was, like, okay. cause most of my matches I was finishing near the bottom. So <laughs> okay. um, it nice. went really well. well. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, to be honest, I was thrilled because even before I saw the scores, I actually just, had a good feeling about it. even when I finished my last season, I just like had a good feeling about it. Uh, I've been really working on that um, stage planning and memorizing it. I really focused on it so mm-hmm. that I didn't find that I was like trying to figure out where to go next. I would just like had it in my head, and I was you know getting there, and uh, the accuracy was was good. And um, yeah. yeah, so overall, it was a good it was a good match.
4: Did you and, see uh, Alex?
2: Yeah, he was there but I didn't um I didn't I didn't shoot in his group. No. Uh, so I ended up talking to him after the match and it was actually good cuz I don't want to bother him while he's getting yeah. ready to <laughs> shoot and stuff. Like I want to be respectful about that. So it was it was cool cuz he was in a different group. I didn't see him shoot and uh but I did end up chatting with him like post match. Mm-hmm. Um and I just noticed that uh so I have a I signed up for another match in Quebec this uh, I guess tomorrow. And um, he's actually in my group. So it'll be the first time I'm going oh, cool. to be. That's awesome. So, yeah, yes. I'll get to I'll get to watch him and try not to be too intimidated. Yeah. So I just kind of do my own thing. But yeah, um, yeah try to try to what... do it
0: all with his stage plan at his speed. Yeah. You know what?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that because I t- I've kind of told myself just to, like, come up with my own plan. Like for now just mm-hmm. kind of come up with my own plan stick to it and I try not to look at the other shooters when they're shooting yeah. because I'm uh, I, as I find like if I see somebody else doing something that's probably better it's gonna get in my head and then I'm gonna second guess myself so I'm like mm-hmm. just whatever I come up with I'm gonna go with it it's the best for me and then you know later in my shooting career if, if I if I feel more confident then I could see somebody else's mm-hmm. you know plan was you know it's gonna save some time then I you know probably I might, you know, start working that in, but for now I'm just going to, you know, do my, do my own thing. So
3: that's smart. Well, you could always still have the conversation. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this and I, I would say if, okay, maybe not take his stage plan, but watch yeah. his process.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I imagine. Starting... Sorry, Go ahead. I was going to say there's even just watching the process. Some of these guys, you watch them and it's like, Oh, okay. You're, they pick out key spots or whatever, and that. So watching yeah, their process yeah. really helps.
2: Yeah, they yeah, have for sure. Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, there's an, another match tomorrow. Um, unfortunately, I had to scramble to buy ammo because I'm using the uh, Dylan XL 650, yeah. and the ring indexer broke. Not so early. you know that little plastic thing under the. um, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. I'm sure you guys know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. and and now I'm having a hard time finding one because uh, it doesn't seem
4: like any anyone has it in stock. And uh, a lot of people were going with reloading. That's why over the
0: contact yeah. yeah, contact
3: Dylan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just send
0: you one yeah.
1: It. Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah, yeah. Lifetime warranty.
1: Yep. Oh
2: yeah. Yes, I was even looking for like a parts kit because I know it's in the actual parts kit. Just let Not many stores even had the parts kit. Yeah. Okay. I will. So yeah, so I had to, I had to go buy ammo, and I haven't bought uh, nine mil in a while. And it was like, wow, uh, <laughs> I'm when, like, I didn't buy a box of a thousand. Like I didn't buy it in bulk, but I bought a pack of three hundred. But from when I was buying, I guess a thousand at you know two hundred and forty dollars plus tax, and now it's three sixty yeah. on yeah. the cheap end.
1: Yeah, so Ooh, like, yeah.
2: yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm uh, like, and uh, yeah, so that was it. So. Uh, that's it, really, for me, um, Kyle.
3: Uh, well, over the weekend we had our melon fest. So a group of guys and us every year, right around Canada <laughs> Day, we we do redneck stuff, and we we get uh, keys to a, a pit. We have we you know a manager of a gravel pit that's always locked, and he gives us the key and says, "Yeah, go have at her. So we went and did redneck stuff. and went blew up watermelons with tannery.
2: <laughs> oh, so cool! Yeah.
3: Nice. Oh, it was it was a great day. It was nice to just get out and shoot for fun, not training or any ulterior yeah. motive. Just go out, shoot for fun, have fun with the I mean, guys. Blow
4: up stuff.
3: Yeah.
4: How so, how far were you shooting?
3: Uh we hundred, two hundred. Okay.
4: So it was yeah. it it was it was far yeah, we
3: were, yeah, we weren't long range shooting or anything. It was no. just but I did notice something with that WK because I brought the WK out to, to shoot there and okay. maybe adriel's noticed this. you get that receiver hot and my even with my trigger fully tightened down my pins just shut by the end like i had dumped like 100 rounds in like 10 minutes or something we just at the end started mag dumping and the pins just fell out so i got to do some redneck engineering with some aluminum tape or something to keep them in there for next weekend i've got some uh rubber cement on my trigger pins holding them in Ah, okay that's a good
1: idea yeah
0: yeah i noticed the same thing the um true north arms is selling uh captured ones that are the proper wk width oh okay nice so so they'll stay in awesome
4: hit them up
3: yeah i will for sure um other than that it's just Prep for next weekend, trying to get ammo together and get some dry fire and training. I'm probably going to try. I got to work tomorrow, but trying to hit the range here this weekend just to make sure that that rifle's dialed in and get some pistol training in. And yeah, because I apparently am shooting with Adriel on the same squad next weekend. So that should be entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good. Yeah.
0: yeah, like I was mentioning on the chat, there it's gonna be good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to shoot on the same squad as other people who can like shoot fast because it seems like the last, geez, I don't know, like the last four or five matches I've shot, I shoot my match, but I'm not shooting with people I'm competitive with, and I don't know how I did at the end. Like, I get yeah. to the yeah. to the end of, of the match, and it's like I don't know, maybe I did yeah. favor, maybe worse. And and yeah. the last match I shot a lot worse, a lot worse, and I didn't even know I was leaving like so much time on the table until yeah. after.
1: But
4: what you find Boy. is when you are paired or you're partnered with somebody who is either at the same or is elevated, especially elevated, you're you're up in your game. So, yep. Mo Betta, yeah. we're expecting big things from you when you shoot with Alex, by the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> whoa, uh, you no, can be 1% no, or 2% whoa. off of him. No yeah. pressure. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah but... Boy. <laughs> oh for sure and yeah. this is my personal struggle all the time is okay i want to shoot with buddies and shoot with the really good people but i want to shoot with new people as well but it's always yeah. good yeah. to have that benchmark where from good shooters like okay well where do i need to pick it up and
4: yeah
3: and where am i losing time yeah i'm competitive and like if if i'm just shooting and i and i'm beating
0: all the people in the squad I'll, I'll take my foot off the gas I need to be with people who are better than me, and to, for me to be like, "Oh man, I got to go faster. I got I to do this way better." And then, then I pick it up. Yeah, I need that pressure. Some people don't like don't like pressure. I love pressure. More is better. Oh, I don't. Yeah.
2: I don't. If I call in sick next week, you'll know
0: why. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like pressure. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't like killing. So you. yeah,
3: I got to get the trailer ready for that too. Because head down there, try and head down Friday morning, get, set the trailer up. Go watch, some, yeah. help set up. Like I imagine they'll be setting up all day Friday. So help set up the match and walk some stages. Yep. Yeah. Walk some oh. stages. Hang out with some guys.
0: It'd be good. Yeah. The restrictions oh, yeah. are up. Yeah. yeah. Restrictions are up here in Alberta. We can do whatever we want to. No restrictions.
1: Yeah.
2: It's all back to normal now.
0: 2019.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Sorry. What? Yeah. But- <laughs> <a
4: kid. laughs> what 2019 back to normal mm. uh,
3: oh okay. I, w- I missed 2019
2: <laughs> it was a good year yeah it was
4: a good year
3: yeah okay so upcoming events upcoming events is sponsored by telos alpha telos alpha is a canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical they help business business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. Learn more at telosalpha.com. So for upcoming events, we have the the IDPA Ontario Provincial Championship on July 24th. You can register through practice score for that one. Uh, We got the... Canadian National Steel Challenge is returning to BTSA this summer, so that's in southern Alberta, I believe it's just Mm -hmm. south of Calgary, on August 28th, 29th. Registration will be set up on Practice Score, and it opened yesterday, apparently. I didn't see it on Practice Score, but I haven't been on there. I have to go on there and register for that one. you going to go to that one, Angel?
0: Uh, If there's not a Maple Seed that weekend. Hmm.
3: Okay. Another one here, the Bill Brownlee Challenge at Wapiti Shooters Club in Grand Prairie on July 16th to 17th. There's 240 targets, main, 100 prelim, 50 sub gauge targets, and a true pair game. Uh, For information, you can contact the Wapiti Shooters Club or register at cnsca.ca. What kind of shooting is that? 240
0: main, 100 prelim? That's a sporting place. It's a yeah. sporting clay,
3: yeah. All right. Yeah, sorry. It's a sporting clay registered match. But if they did what they did at the first match this year, you they might open it up so you don't have to register targets. You can just go and shoot a cut rate and not register your targets.
4: That's cool. Yeah, that'd be fun to do. Yeah,
3: it's fun. I'll probably be doing that one. Uh, hey, slamfire hosts, Hope is all as well. Ipswich, Newfoundland would. Will be running its annual provincials July thirtieth and August first. Any li- listeners would like to come visit and shoot the match? Um, Contact you know, you guys know? Sean Mullet. Sean
0: Mullet. At, okay.
4: Yeah, at Ipsic Newfoundland. If so, you're an
0: Ipsic shooter in Newfoundland, I'm sure you like. I'm sh- yeah,
4: yeah, they're, they're not practice they like, score. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, they're not letting people on the rock. That's for sure. Even with restrictions mm. being lifted so if anybody wants yeah. to go and shoot the match i'm pretty sure that you know
0: you need a boat <laughs> you need your own boat to get up there yeah
4: that's true you do need a boat yeah. to get on there or a yeah, small plane just saying
3: mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. okay
3: okay well, that's it for upcoming events we'll move on to the news and we kind of touched on it last week with the c71 update but there's some new st- stuff out there um either see public safety minister bill blair press conference regulations to implement some measures within c71 lifetime background checks and discretionary atts yeah we talked about that last week and we don't know what discretionary means uh there is going to be a public consultation and i think from the looks of things it's through uh public feedback. So they have a whole thing on the Gazette. The link I imagine will be in the show description. Go read Mm -hmm. that. And then the comment has been open for, well, will be open for 30 days, but it's already been open for a few. So I think we might be down to like 25, 28 days left for the, get your feedback in. So go check that out. Give that a read and give your feedback and tell them how nuts they are absolutely politely very politely
4: um yeah very politely but also because the it's the seventh that this all comes into effect anybody who wants to buy guns buy them today or tomorrow or the next day and Mm -hmm. that way they are still within the time frame and you know you get the discount for canada day as well just saying Mm. you know i'm
0: sure you guys talked about it last uh show but um, functionally for us, this means like you got to call the CFO anytime you want to buy a non restricted gun. Like when we had their own long gun registry.
3: Well, the way I understood it was if you're selling privately, you have to call in and verify the pal.
0: Mm-hmm. So you got done in that. I've done that. Them. Sometimes if, if I can't see their pal in person, I, I call in and verify, yeah. yeah, but you'll have to call yeah. in and verify and get a, a number that like says like, here's yeah. your number that verifies that you verified. Yeah, I know we were license. talking
3: when that might be something new or something I misunderstood. Cause I know when they C 71 first come out, we're like, okay, so if they put that in, all we'll do is just start calling and Oh, I'd like to verify this. So oh, I'd like to verify this and just flood the phone lines.
0: The phone lines are
3: always flooded. Yeah.
0: Job complete. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean like it's just, it's just making a, a pain in the ass step. Um, if mm-hmm. they wanted, if they wanted this to be in place and to like, to make it, like more compliance, I guess, with it, they would do an on- online version where you could go check a number, it would yeah. pop up with a picture of the person, you could compare that, and, and you're done, right? But they're not yeah. doing that. You still need to call in, like it's the 90s, and uh, deal with the half hour or whatever it takes to like navigate the phone system. It's a yeah. stupid thing,
3: yeah. Yeah, tying up resources that could be better used elsewhere. Well, I mean,
0: those people in uh,
3: uh, wherever their call center is, like, they
0: needed a job too, but. Their job yeah. is is a uh, is a waste of time. Their job is like the equivalent of like passing the butter. Doesn't doesn't do anything.
2: <laughs> no, no,
3: no. Well,
2: yeah, that I'm that just... that story. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. Oh, go ahead, Mo. No, I was just going to say that story that was a big deal in Toronto about the um, the shooting at the birthday party.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The two people they arrested so far both had records. Both were prohibited from owning firearms.
1: Imagine and... that.
2: Yeah, so all the background checks in the world wouldn't have stopped that. But you don't yeah, really no. hear the media picking up on that like like no. questioning them and saying, what exactly would these new rules how how would, would they have stopped this? You know? Yeah.
3: They don't. So they're yeah. just they're just, just there a, to be a pain in the ass for yeah. us and to score yeah. points with uh, yeah. with their base. So we got a comment from Chris W on YouTube. He said to watch Ian Runkle's video about how bad this system is and how it's prone to for scams. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ian Runkle's videos are always good and very informative. Oh, yeah. I would invite everyone to go check his videos out.
4: Yeah. So he just posted Absolutely. that one. It's brand new. <clears throat> a okay. old. Yep. Okay.
3: Yes. Okay, and I guess the fun doesn't stop there. The UPS is playing games with gun and ammo shipments. Uh, I think Adriel posted that one. Yeah, so Canada Ammo actually uh, put a post up on CGN saying that
0: uh, UPS is um, just doing some things to tighten their gun and ammo shipments. Uh, So right now they're changing it so that you have to use one account for guns and ammo and another account for everything else, which if you're a retailer would be a pretty big pain because now you have to, oh, what am I shipping now? I'm shipping a combined stuff with some guns and some ammo and some other stuff. Do I use this one? Do I use that one? Do I have to like send the t-shirts on this one and send the guns ammo on this one? So yeah, it's a a pain in the butt. And it means that uh, for the rest of us, we may have to do something weird with our UPS accounts if we want to mail guns or ammo or whatever to some people as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: So they're trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Let's so make weird. it more
3: difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it sounds tough. like
0: this is UPS is doing. So maybe, maybe they just like, I don't know. Uh, they're uh, between them and, uh, and Canpar. it seems like a reduction in risk, right? They don't like, they just don't want to deal with it.
4: Yep. That's right? exactly yeah. what it is.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Cool.
4: Not, not right. cool. But you know, what? Yeah. Not cool. No, <laughs>
3: no, kind of sucks, but yeah, as far as, uh, Everything else goes uh, CCFR legal fund donations. Vegarfell Wildlife Federation has donated $200 to the legal fund. So that's cool. It's awesome. And then we'll move on to new gun stuff. New gun stuff is sponsored by Bolt Ash Coffee. Slamfire Radio is now a brand ambassador for Bolt Ash Coffee. This coffee is roasted in small batches and, quite honestly, some of the best coffee you can get your hands on send it to your house by going to boltactioncoffee.com and use discount code SLAMFIRE all caps one word Sweet. Uh, yeah and then for new gun stuff we have the tna is selling a nine mil conversion kit for the wk 180. hey it.
4: we talked about this a little mm-hmm.
3: bit yeah so. I will have my
0: beady little greedy little hands on uh on a version very soon yeah. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have, uh, some photos up quickly, um, and some
3: video, I I'd give it like two weeks or so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And apparently the future of semi auto rimfire is here. You want to fill oh, us in Adriel? Yeah, Let me share my screen here because this is uh, yeah, kind of
0: interesting. This is, Oh, that looks cool.
4: Yeah. Uh, so Great.
0: Birch. So like one of the issues with 1022s is that you run the V-block, the V-block pulls the barrel down, you get some barrel yep. troop with it, or you don't, or you like the, the tightness is always a pain in the butt. Uh, so they're like, hey, what if we just don't do that? We just use a barrel nut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so this, awesome. is, this is, yeah, they're using a receiver and barrel and barrel nut. It's not Ruger ten twenty two compatible anymore, no. but you're getting a, a much better connection between the two uh, by mm. going this way. Th- okay.
4: yeah and then they're pairing it with their version cha- or their fusion chassis it is getting this is getting spacey. awesome yeah this getting is pretty good.
0: spacey looking chris yeah, That's pretty cool
4: chris w that looks very cool i know what you have to get next he's watching so <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah pretty spacey looking again yeah yeah, yeah. i and like the awesome. idea of, of getting because like the the, the 1022 v block system it's convenient mm-hmm. it's not precise it's not a precise way of aligning the, the bore to the to the bolt and all that kind of stuff. It just yeah. roughly like puts it in place.
4: But and, you're right; it does give you a little bit of droop and everything. But you can replace the barrels, or you can change you can change things out quite easily. Yeah, yeah.
0: As long uh, as like, well, sometimes if you're uh, if it's too loose, you'll get droop. If it's too tight, you gotta uh, take your barrel and put it in the freezer and then wait and then heat up there or alternatively heat up the receiver and get that like temperature differential and then yeah. put it in, and then hammer the shit out of it just to get it in there yeah. so yeah. it's uh it, it can be fussy right mm-hmm.
4: so chris w says it's on its way i
3: already <laughs> i knew he
4: was gonna say that we have a few people who are Birch solutions fans and also i'm looking for feedback from a couple of you you know who you're you know who i'm talking to
0: Josh. for the price, like that fusion system is pretty decent for the price, considering it's like a carbon wrap yeah. barrel and a, yeah. a custom upper. It's uh, yeah. it's a real decent price. Mm-hmm. Nice.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I oh. had a look at the chassis. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Titchler, one of our IITs, has it, but he's uh, just his daughter is shooting it and she shot her rifleman score with it. And it is a beautiful chassis, by the way. It's nice, nice. and light, very nice. If you're looking for a good adjustable chassis for a 1022, get the Gray Birch Solutions.
0: The foundation,
1: yeah. The
4: foundation, yes. Yeah. What is
0: what is the fusion? Is this one? This one's a fusion. It's the yeah, and you get that carbon fiber wrap barrel and the receiver and the barrel nut and all that for 4.99. Yep. But you still Mm got to put a stock on there and a trigger. You're going to be like. If you if you outfit the rest of it the way you outfit that you're probably going to be at like twelve to fifteen hundred bucks.
1: Yeah,
4: not a cause... cheap ten
0: twenty two, but it's a no. nice ten twenty two. But just do
4: it. Yeah. So uh, they are they still doing the whole uh, Timini trigger as well? You can buy it from them the whole, whole complete uh, thing.
0: I don't know. I haven't I uh, haven't looked recently. So,
4: <laughs> yeah. Good. Gray Birch, tell them we sent you. Tell them that you want the fusion with the Timini trigger. Plus have the foundation the and the
1: bolt. Old, oh, yeah. Sorry,
2: a dumb question. Will they build, uh, will they assemble like a full yeah, full then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm going to go and have a look and see. Okay. Yeah. You guys talk amongst yourselves.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a sweet package. Um, now, Canada Day is yesterday. So happy Canada Day to everyone listening. And there are sales around all over. And I think Adriel's been following a lot of them. There's Range View, Wolverine Supplies, and a bunch of others. Uh,
0: Wolverine Supplies had Savage 64F uh, rifles, which is like, it's an inexpensive semi-auto 22 for 130 or 139, like super cheap. Like Usually like the the cheap price on those is right around 150, but Wolverine Supplies had those for like 130 or something silly like that. Bullseye uh, had some uh, tax sports, some uh, um, not the MSAs, the uh, 3M ones uh, for 140, 130, something ridiculous they, and they sold them out. so I would have I brought that one up. Uh, and then Rangeview had a couple of interesting ones. The most interesting one for me was the the Wrangler, so that's why I bought one of those. But a lot of, a lot of the stores are running the sale from the first to the fourth like over the weekend kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So there's still some really good sales out there and still some, uh, some really decently priced stuff. So if you're looking for uh, uh, firearms or ammo or anything like that, there's uh, there's definitely some good selection.
3: Nice. Brandon saying FOC has the mr one for $1,500. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: They'll Hmm. Yeah. be offering your own trigger. Okay. Uh, Okay. So I did actually check out uh, Great Birch Solutions. Sorry, uh, they have a custom shop that's coming up. A lot of their stuff, like the diminutive triggers and everything else, they're no longer have on their page. They have a brand new page, by the way. Hmm. Should put it in there. So they will be. Looks like they're going to be doing some builds as well. But yeah, it looks like they'll be offering their own trigger too soon. So thank you to Chris K for
3: that. So I wonder if they're still going to like okay with the barrel nut. It's not. 1022 compatible but i wonder if the rest of the receiver like the trigger is still going to stay like, yeah the rest of it, it is yeah. yeah so you if you wanted you could throw a timney or whatever other 1022 trigger in there yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay. but they're
0: like the, the Ruger 1022 design it's not perfect like i think um like, uh, kelly kelly's seen this so like when uh when we're out at uh, maple seeds that kind of thing they're Pretty durable, pretty reliable, but you know, after two, three hundred rounds, they start. It's like some of them will start to gum up and uh, and have issues. The accuracy is not fantastic out of them. Um, the best thing that that platform has for it is the compatibility and the the ability to like swap parts in and out. So, yep. mm-hmm. um, the fact that they're like fixing a couple of these issues um, in a proprietary way, proprietary yeah. way, but still fixing them is uh, is kind of interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yep. Well, let's head into the main topic, and for the main topic, we've decided to review Adriel's article on cheap handguns, and I think a good thing is if whether someone else has a cheap handgun to add to that list, or even go through and say, okay, these are cheap pistols, but do you really want to shoot them?
0: Hmm. Yeah, because I think, um, oh, where did I see him? I saw that Terra TM9 for 270 somewhere, just over the weekend yeah. here um that's probably one of the cheapest centerfire ones you can get is that the cheapest mm-hmm. one no the tokarev would be the tokarevs are still yeah. cheaper than that not that the tokarevs are fantastic shooters though <laughs> you guys have a
3: tokarev no i don't know i've shot no. one haven't bought one
4: <laughs> is that For, the reason why uh... you haven't bought one
3: <laughs> well i had to shoot it in competition so yes and yeah yes. it was i very unreliable and it was just Shoot me now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, the sights on
3: them aren't very good. Uh,
0: they do use a cheap round. Like you can get that 760 yeah. by 25 surplus uh, cheap and uh, by the thousands, but it's uh, it, some places don't like it when you shoot that at their steel. Uh, it only has eight round capacity, nine if you get the, uh, uh, the Type 54, Type 57, M57. Um, yeah, it's, they're, they're, and and they've got like a seven pound trigger at best, seven pound trigger, single action, seven pound trigger, which is kind of surprising. Like he, I I think that one of the big differences between a lot of those cheap handguns is, is how bad the trigger is, uh, and reliability. And like you said, like some reliability on some of those is, is good. Some of them it's not good. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So Adriel, which, which of the guns did you review? First of all.
3: All of them. All of them? That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I got the list up, so I can go right from top to yeah. bottom. This believe this list is actually going from cheaper to more expensive. So mm-hmm. at the $300 a- level, there was the Gersan MC28, yeah. the Norinco right. MP22 and MP34, mm-hmm. the Terra TM9, the Tokarev the TT33 type 54 M57 there was a few different mm-hmm. ones like uh at that Tokajipt there's that yeah. 13
0: uh, 9 well, mm one that Canada was selling them for 100 bucks maybe like 10 years ago got
3: Well, it's just like the SKS like okay you got the Russians made it then the Chinese made it then mm-hmm. Czech made it and so d- everyone had their own little variant on that i think that was it for the 300 and then Four hundred to five fifty. There was the CZ P10F, the Canik, the Canic TP9, mm-hmm. Smith and Wesson SD9, the Norenko 1911 clone, the Gersan Regard, mm-hmm. the Jericho 941, and that was the end of the list. So there was the two levels. You know less than 300 and then less than 500 so
2: so have you ever shot a bursa thunder the uh the 380
0: yeah i just couldn't find any uh i couldn't find any new like the one of the things i was trying oh, to do with this wow. list was like what can you find new or like surplus and in in high availability um, uh, to add to that list because otherwise it's like oh yeah if you were if you were smart and you were in the, at the right place in the right time you could have bought this thing for super cheap right but yeah. it wouldn't be available right now. So that was what True. I was trying to do is like, what's, what's available right now.
1: Hmm.
0: Like, yeah. yeah. And the Terra TM nine, like I didn't have a great time with it. It uh, it's, it's got some design flaws in it. Um, in my opinion, not in my opinion, it's got some design flaws. I'll, I'll, I'll be a little <laughs> bit more strong about it. Like the, uh, the plunger on the, the safety plunger, which like there's a plunger on the inside of the slide that it, one of the, one of the things it's trying to do is stop the striker from hitting the uh, round if you haven't pulled the trigger so it's this like dome thing and I'm Glock glocks have them and most most of the safe action pistols have them these days um that one it hits the magazine feed lips so (laughs) as the slide reciprocates it's hitting the mag feed lips and it's beating the hell out of them and eventually it'll it'll burr it up and then the rounds won't feed properly so like that that's a that's a design that's a straight up design flaw that's straight up like these guys Either didn't test this thing enough, or uh, just don't 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 know what they're doing hmm so I did have a
3: question it. I did have a question about the uh the s d nine in your review you say that the factory trigger was pretty bad. How would yeah. you compare like just is it pretty much the same functioning trigger as the m p no no. no. No, it's um, the SD9
0: was like for for a while they had uh, just some straight up Glock knockoffs. What do they Mm. call them? Sigma, Sigma pistols. And uh, uh, I think I I believe uh, this is like hearsay here, but I believe Glock sued them. Uh, They stopped making Glock straight up Glock knockoffs, but they kept making the SD9s. Mm -hmm. Um, And the SD9s, like if you ever pick one up and handle them like they're very plasticky. So it's it's mm-hmm. got a good brand name on it with Smith Smith and Wesson but like the actual gun itself is very cheaply made and uh, you can get a trigger like there's a trigger kit that makes a huge difference on the trigger pull for it, but mm-hmm. it's still yeah. like a pretty cheap crappy pistol yeah. and like throwing more money on it feels like a waste because. <laughs> You're going to have to, re- you're going to replace it. If you're shooting Ipsic yeah. or something like that, you'll shoot it for a little bit and be like, God, that was horrible. I'm going to go get like a yeah. Shadow
3: 1 or yeah. something like that. And you'll mm-hmm. be, you'll, it'll, it'll be a drastic yeah. upgrade. Yeah, okay. I never got a chance to shoot one, but I have stippled the grip on one and just, it mm-hmm. felt okay. Like for a, for a Tupperware gun, it felt okay in the hand one, especially after I stippled it, but
0: just shoot it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, shoot it a bit, and it's just like it, it's like they're they're functional. The the reliability's there, which is which is nice. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna get like holsters and mag pouches and all this kind of crap, like if you're gonna throw all that money afterwards, it would be nice to to have a gun that you're gonna like use for a little bit longer, right?
4: So yeah. when you did this, what was the purpose of doing this? Just the cheapest guns, or was it the? I, okay, that's the title of the actual article. This is the cheapest handguns, um, mm-hmm. but with these when you're doing the review and everything are you looking at the cheapest handguns per se or the cheapest handguns that people can use that are going to be functional that they're going to be happy with and i think
0: there's like the the thing i was trying to do was that um for some people's uses they're buying the wrong gun they're straight up buying a gun that's not the best for them even for the money so like some of those some of those for the money are okay and if you're, if you want to use them for like ipsic or something like that, you could, you could take one of those NP 22s, for example, and turn it into an IPSIC gun. And uh, if you want something that'll like grow with you and you can like throw little parts at it and tinker with it, those SIG clones, fantastic. Or the 1911 clones, fantastic. Yep. That, Cause you can, you can tinker with those. If you want to buy something that just works and, uh, and you can just shoot a bit, you know, it's not going to be the best, but you're just going to run it and, and enjoy it. Like the Gersand MC 28s are, are, are Okay. Um, but some of the other guns that that are in that list are just like ah, not not the best gun. Or if you want something, if you're more of like, a, no, I want to buy one gun and just keep using it. Don't get any of those. Get like the P10F okay. or, or cool. something like that. Yeah. the P10 is way better than any of those, and it's like 150 bucks more.
2: Okay. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for a few hundred dollars more, it's totally worth it. Yeah.
0: Okay. And if you're gonna get a holster and mag pouches and extra mags and all this other crap aside that aside from the gun. The actual price of the gun doesn't matter as much. Like that hundred and fifty yeah. bucks is like doesn't matter, right? Right.
4: True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's so we had listeners specifically ask for this. So you went through it and you you did it. And that's why I asked what was your criteria around it? it was just the cheapest guns that people could can, can buy. And so functionality. People have to figure out what they want to. What do they want mm-hmm. to do with it? Do you want to be competitive with it? These ones are okay to go and take take to the range, but they're not, mm-hmm. as you said, not all of them are going to be competitive. Or You could, com- you could yeah.
0: compete with some of those ones. I think Sadly. if you're just going to take something to the range, <laughs> if you just want to take something yeah. to the range and shoot it, and you want like a really nice shooter, like the, yeah. the Beretta 92F, is that the one that was on there, those surplus ones? The trigger pull on them's fantastic. The recoil impulse is fantastic. The reliability is unbeatable. Like those are really yeah. great guns for uh, for just like a, a range shooter. Not IPSC because you got to do the heel release thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, but just for a range shooter, fantastic. Yeah,
3: yeah and that was the Gursan regard the 92 That one's pulling, good, too. right? That, for...
0: that that one actually the the Garcin regard has the mag release in the in the proper spot. Mm-hmm. So if you want something that's like Beretta-ish, like the the regards, fine. There was yeah. also the the surplus Berettas out there that are that are still available in Canada here. Actually, mm-hmm. there must be a lot of them because they they I know the they've been selling those surplus uh, Beretta ninety two Fs in the states for like five years, and there's still more that are here. So there oh, there must wow. be a, a pretty healthy supply of those coming from uh, from Italy.
3: Yeah.
4: So what we see is typically like we were talking about a little bit before we came on, what we typically see is people, if they're going to go competitively uh, by, well, if I went with a Glock. I know Mo <laughs> went with a Glock. Um, and you. then we, we move on to a different gun. Glock's aren't all that inexpensive, but we see people who want to buy the cheapest. And then we want somebody who wants to buy the real most reliable, uh, you know, oh which I, we see go ahead
3: i was gonna say i i love to hate on glocks but when it comes down to it they are a pretty good platform to start out with because there's a ton of parts there so you can start out with a stock glock and i mean if you're shooting three gun the there's no limit throw whatever you want on there ipsic you gotta mm-hmm. watch a little bit more like you can't add your weighted ba- base pads or mag wells and that but there's still stuff out there to improve the functioning of that gun And even there's stuff you can do like polishing the safety plunger the firing pin mm-hmm. safety and there's there's stuff you can do and yeah as much as i like to hate on glocks and tupperware guns it's actually a pretty good platform a pretty versatile platform to to start out with
4: it's not going to be on the list of the cheapest guns but you can Definitely. get uh you can get let's say uh you're getting a gen 3 or gen 4 uh you gen 5s are out now so you can yeah. get pretty cheap gen 3s and come yeah. and by the way, if somebody is selling it, they're typically are selling also their belts and their mags and yeah. everything with that. Yeah. You can get in at um for com- yeah. competing at a pretty good pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well I would you say, say if we're in.
3: if we're talking like less than a grand, you wanna get as far as cheap pistols, because that's another one, like okay, cheap pistol. By what metric? What do you mean by cheap? So yeah. if we're gonna go less than a grand, it's hard to Beat the Glock for less than a ground, in my opinion. I'd get a I'd get a used
0: Shadow One because you can get a used Shadow One for yeah, like seven hundred bucks. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, fair. Would you okay. rather shoot a Shadow One or would you rather shoot a Glock in a competition?
3: Oh, I'd be my shooting mouth. Shadow good.
0: One. Yeah, they're both good, but like for <laughs> for for even for for three gun, a Glock has a yeah. little bit of an advantage because to dump yeah. a Glock, you just dump it. With a Shadow, you need to put it on safe, or you need to unload it, or something like that, in order oh, to uh, safely ground the pistol. Uh, so with the Glock there is a little yeah. bit of advantage there but just the shootability and the the weight of the shadow one and, yeah. the, and how fast you yeah. can shoot it uh, yeah. are all
3: better oh I'm a steel frame guy for sure I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll
2: I'll never stray again. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> TZ,
2: TZ, TZ and I are committed for life.
1: Okay. I, like, so re- renewed
2: my vows and everything. Yeah. We're, we're, if
4: we're anybody's ready. listening, most going to sell his uh, Glock to you. Uh,
1: <laughs> Gucci
4: but, Glock. Yeah. So going back to the list again, though. But if people are are just looking at three hundred dollar guns, there's some really not bad, pretty decent ones there that they can they can take out and shoot and try out.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: but uh i advise people to do you really okay do you advise people to go onto like this forums like gun nuts etc and 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 check out those deals
0: my real oh. my real recommendation let's let's say someone close to me was like i want to get into shooting i don't have a lot of money though like what's what's a, what's the minimum i can spend to get a good gun i would always recommend the cz p10f okay because like for 550 it's a good like the triggers are are good on it it's got a great grip on it i would not recommend any of those other guns because some of the other ones you're gonna have to like dick around with uh Mm -hmm. some of the Norks, for example you're gonna have to dick around with them to make them like truly shootable whereas that p10f is just good to go out of the box reliable accurate it's a combat pistol it's it's not a strict like competition pistol so it's not the same thing as a, a shadow one but they're pretty good Okay, but if they have a little bit more money <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah. yeah
4: that's um that's another conversation we have with people uh when people are asking for recommendations it's okay is it one of your pet peeves i have to ask is a one of your pet peeves when people say what type of gun should i be buying so i'm just into shooting and i want to buy nine mil what do i what should i buy uh, I don't mind
0: that. I mind when they ask, and you like, and you ask like, "What's your budget? What do you want to do with it?" And you give them like a good recommendation, and they buy something stupid. They go and they, they go and they buy like a twelve hundred dollar uh, Beretta ninety two extreme or something like that. It's Like that is not what you need for what you're
3: trying to do.
4: Now
0: go find a holster and some mag pouches for that thing, right? So
4: yeah, yeah. But that yeah, no, would I, say
3: a pet peeve. But it's the first response is, "What are you doing with it?"
4: Well, that's exactly it yeah uh, because a lot of people like to give recommendations but it's kind of like well, okay what so again going back to your list if you're going just go into the range any of them would work and plinking yeah. however if you have specific needs and a budget yeah.
0: if you're then... just going to go to the range and plank with it like some of those guns are terrible for that like the <laughs> yeah. the terra tm9 or the gersan mc28 or even like yeah, some of, some of those those Norinco's like they're they're not good to just take to the range and plank. There's other guns that are better than them, right? Yeah. Uh, you want something that's got a great trigger. You want something that uh, the recoil's nice. You want something that like sights are usable yep. and mm-hmm. you know.
3: Yeah. And Chris actually brings up a really good point too. He said go to a place that lets you try some before you buy, or ask mm-hmm. a friend. Why is one thing, but a feel is more important in my opinion. I share that same opinion. Yep. As soon as you get your it. starter list for what you should be looking at go and at least if you can shoot them go shoot them if you can't at least go hold it in your hand and see how it feels yeah yeah, yeah. hold it in your hand yeah I uh, I'll, I'll, I'll disagree just a little bit in that
0: um, I think it, like new people just don't know what they don't know so like you put a gun in their hand and if like it's got a rounded back to it they're like oh I like this one so like most people if you, if you put like a, a an MMP in their hand versus a Glock they're like oh I like the MMP that one's more like comfortable and that kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's like, that's just a little part of like what makes those two guns. Yeah.
3: Uh, uh, good guns. Right. Yeah. The m are more comfortable. <laughs> they are more comfortable. Yeah. They, they are comfortable, but they're, I hate their triggers. Even after doing yeah. trigger work, they're still so spongy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so like, that's something
0: that, you know, but like if you were, if you were brand new and you just, you were just at the gun shop and you just like put one of those in each of other hand, you'd be like, for this one but
1: you might yeah. make and quality.
4: then you'll shoot it and shoot it for a little while and then you'll sell it and sell it so you need to wheel. know
0: the difference right you need yeah. to know yeah. the difference you need to be able to feel that and like that's a spongy trigger like that's yeah. that's coming from a place well, of expertise right right
3: if a store won't let me dry fire a pistol i won't shop there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but like, that's because if i, if I can't, can't do doing, if right? i can't try that trigger out no i'm sorry like, unless i'm buying just a, a throwaway gun just something cheap just to try out if i'm looking for a serious gun and i can't dry fire it no mm.
2: are you finding many places that won't let you do that
3: uh cabela's they keep the trigger lock uh, and i can dry else. fire at cabela's
4: yeah they do
0: i don't buy handguns there mm-hmm. it's a hunting store mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
4: so um do you want do you want me to read your conclusion on your article do we want to talk more about the article
0: I don't know. What, what are your mm-hmm. guys' opinions? Like, what, what would you recommend oh. if someone wanted something with, of that price range? What I'd are they think... doing with it? <laughs> 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 let's, let's say they want to shoot Ibsic with it. Want to shoot Ibsic?
3: Uh, well, if, I'm talking. I thought we were to, going off the list. The Shadow One wasn't on here, was it? No.
0: It's no, not no. it's not even close to the price range though. No. It's, it's yeah. not in that in
3: that price band. So me personally, just because I know you can get a lot of parts and build it over time, I'd actually say go shoot classic with the uh nineteen eleven.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: that's
0: that's nice. A lot of a lot of new shooters like the nineteen eleven like grip and the feel to it. Yeah. 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 Trigger's great on it. Or it can be great. Yeah. Like you can, you yeah. can polish the nineteen, the Norc nineteen eleven trigger.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that'd be my cool. recommendation as well.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Because you
4: can transfer it as well, so oh, mm-hmm. it's pretty yeah. easy. are Ergonomics and everything on it too, and yeah, you can do the trigger work, and it's a little heavier. So
0: shoot some forty five.
4: Shoot some forty five
0: or nine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mil. Perform so, some sacrilege, and it's yeah, cheap. it is cheap. Yeah. So,
1: yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So again, do you want me to read your conclusion? Because I really liked it.
0: Go ahead. I can't even remember what it is.
4: I say, in conclusion, okay. without knowing what you're doing with the handgun, <clears throat> in my opinion, the Gresan MC28 is the best option for the lowest priced handgun in Canada. If you have a bit more money in your pocket, the CZP10. Uh, sorry, P1F. Zero F, what is that? Zero or I can't P10, read. P10F. P10. P10 yeah. 10 Oh yeah, it is a P10 F. <laughs> is a huge jump in quality and far better value for your money. Actually, just save up for the P10. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just do that. Yeah. So I can't read, but <laughs> okay. just go and buy the CZ. You'll be hopping.
3: Yeah. There you go. Or,
4: or the Nork. Yep. is what we recommend. Or the NORC yeah yeah okay which hey, one
3: are you,
4: what are you going to do next that we can talk about
0: which pistol
4: mm-hmm. yeah like the five, like no which like comparison are you going to do next and then we'll talk about it
0: uh my summer is going to be like weird meme guns i'm buying like the weirdest stuff oh. ever so okay. it, nice. there's not even a comparison you can do because like none of it is like practical whatsoever
3: that awesome. just adds to the meme. You just compare two totally different <laughs> guns. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll I'll compare like short guns, weird guns, guns that shouldn't exist. <laughs>
3: yeah, there you go. Yeah. That are works. You... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, P Roy saying Shadow Two Optics Ready All the Way, LOL, but that wasn't really in the I price. Don't think range. you're getting that it's for long. under 500 dollars no, <laughs> no. If you are, start the car. <laughs> start <the> car.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: Because you stole
3: it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, you might
4: get a smoking hot deal. Somebody might be given. Never mind.
3: Okay. Hot being the <laughs> exactly. keyword there. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Not.
1: Anyways.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, on to listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood and refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. You can also check him out on Facebook and Instagram. As far as Facebook feedback, we've been pretty much co- covering them throughout the show, highlighting them. Uh, we do have an email here. Do we have a volunteer? You want sure. me to take you, it? You, you
0: volunteer you volu- someone. You're the host. Yeah, you tell host. someone to do it.
2: I'll do it. I'm just looking for it. Uh... Well, okay. I'll, oh, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hello, team. I'm at, a, I'm at a crossroads in my life. I want to buy a new pistol and I need your help deciding. I'm torn between a classic Dan Wesson 1911 specialist in 45 ACP or the new kid on the block, Ruger 57 in. 28 by 5.7. I'm relatively new to pistols. I have only been shooting for three years. For now, I just punch paper, no IPSC, no three gun, no steel challenge. I have a Glock 17, a CZ 75 SP01, Ruger Wrangler and a Red Hawk. Both the 57 and 1911 fit well in my hands. Controls are easy to reach and manipulate. I like heavy firearms with heavy calibers, but the 57 is different and cool, fast and flat. The 1911 is a classic with a big round and heavy frame. I want both, but my credit card says I can only have one. Unfortunately, right? Uh, so which one of which one of each of you choose? Thanks, Jeff.
0: Have a great day. <laughs> I like oh, the I beep in that. there. Save me I, time here. Save me time. I'm loving it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Interesting that he has almost everything that we talked about tonight.
3: Yeah, that is the perfect email for today's show. Oh no. Yeah.
4: It's pretty cool. So recommendation either uh the 1911, ooh, Tom, Dan Wesson, uh, 1911. It doesn't have. What it does it have, it. have a
0: 1911? Like it doesn't have anything even close to it. Which mm-hmm. is kind of, okay, so maybe he that got, would like, be my choice. That
3: would be hmm, my choice, hmm. but that yeah, Ruger I, haven't, hmm. I haven't even seen that Ruger 5.7. So uh, they he's... were
0: on sale somewhere this weekend, and I was thinking real hard, it was like 800 or something. I was thinking real hard about it, but again, meme caliber, meme gun. What the heck are you even going to do with that thing?
4: So he says that he likes heavy guns and he likes. He likes the 1911 types, but he says, but the Ruger is just something different. So why would you go against something that you really like?
0: I'll get that specialist. The 1911 specialist is full
4: size. That's 45.
3: Yeah. I guess really it's between Tupperware and steel frame.
0: But, like, the, the trigger pull on that 1911 is probably going to be fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah, The grip's fantastic. Yep. Uh-huh. I would get the Ruger. Like, if he didn't have... So, he doesn't have, like, a uh, a go-fast gamer gun other than the, the Shadow 1. That's, like, a 1911 style. Like, that mm-hmm. is... Good. Either of those are going to feel something interesting. I think the 1911 is going to feel something more interesting, more long-term than the 5.7. I'm torn, because <laughs>
3: I'm looking at the 5.7 now, and actually kind of intrigued on it oh yeah a game well, it does, if we could it hunt does with have those the things? external safety okay the ruger does Yep. Yeah. oh gross <laughs> <laughs> yeah that <laughs> kind of lost points there <laughs> like um... on the 1911
0: you need it because the trigger is like two pounds or three pounds or something silly right yeah so you need and... a safety on that thing
3: the only way i would say okay on the ruger with the safety is if you could get an oversized safety because you can do it for the mm-hmm. 1911s and yep. use that as a thumb shelf yeah you can do it on the ruger that i'm going a toss up honestly i'm interested in trying the ruger
1: if
4: i had to buy heart? one i'd be 1911.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah,
4: the, yeah I, i'm looking at the trigger it looks kind of gross
3: the
0: 1911 trigger is going to be better, yeah, yeah,
4: and also it's very blocky. I'm talking about the Ruger, yeah, the, uh, the frame, just
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. Chris W is saying that the 57 has a mile long trigger pull and ammo is more than 556. Okay. So that 45 is sh- not cheap either, no, no
4: it's no. not. But thanks, Chris, because I was wondering about that, I was looking at that trigger going. Mm.
0: Yeah,
4: they just go to Jane and Finch I mean, for, for three hundred bucks.
0: Oh. I think he was talking about the Suzette Shadow or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I, I'd be interested uh, in to see that if they'd be no. using the, the Shadow Two
4: with the uh, optics on Jane and Finch. Anyways,
2: no, I don't think it's a good streak carry gun. So. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> no, go fast <laughs> though.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. So. Don't know if so, that answers your question, Jeff, but you got a little insight to help you with your decision. Hopefully,
4: Jeff, we all voted for you to get the, the to get the
2: 1911. 1911
4: hey, yeah. it is. Yeah. So you know what he's going
3: to yeah. do? He's going to go
0: buy the river. Uh, yeah, exactly. Let us know next yeah. week, please.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh We got no new Patreons, uh, nothing on Instagram, no Facebook reviews. If you would like to email the show, send this sh- email to the show, slamfireradio at gmail.com. You can also reach out on Facebook, Instagram, send a comment, whatever you like. Uh, for Patreon, go to Patreon if you want to uh, become a supporter. And if you have gone and supported us and you haven't received your patches within a month, please send us an email with your address and Say, hey, where's my stuff? Hey.
4: hey, where's my stuff?
3: Adriel, get to it.
0: Hey, I'll Adriel, there's an I'll email go for you. get my slave labor children to an uh, un- underage slave labor to, uh, to get that back into the mail for you. We'll send another one.
3: Okay. P. Uh, Roy's saying he'll let Kelly shoot his shadow next weekend. Kelly has a shadow, though. That, that's shadow. what I thought.
0: Are one. you coming to the black oh, badge? It might be the optics. Oh, yeah, the optics ready one. Mm. Mm-hmm.
4: Are you coming to the black badge? Who's p-roy Don't know.
3: Anyways, don't know. <laughs> don't know. Yeah, on yes, to okay. Z- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right on. Let's tell how that goes, Kelly.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, shout outs. Adriel, you any shout outs?
0: Yeah, a couple of shout outs. One to Marty, who is the IT that was helping me out at the Maple Seeds over Sweet. the uh, Thursday, Friday there. Did a terrific job and couldn't have done it without him. Uh, another one to Brian from BTSA. He did the uh, setup for the uh, for the two days and mm-hmm. worked really hard. They've got a fantastic target line out there and uh, was really easy for me to uh, to make that happen. And then to the uh, BTSA guys. I didn't know this. I, I I probably should have checked the calendar. One of the days when I was out there, they were running a three-gun match the night of. So I could have like brought my gear oh. and, and shot a three-gun match. Oh. I, I would have been wrecked. I would have been yeah. wrecked for the next day. Yeah. <laughs> but... but For for my evening for my evening entertainment, fantastic because I had nothing planned. I was just gonna like watch downloaded Netflix movies on my phone. Instead, I got to watch these guys shoot three gun and two gun and one gun. Because the way they do it, they they take all they take three gun, two gun, and one gun shooters, and they put them all in the same match and they have a way of Mm. of making it happen. So that was really cool. Yeah, yeah.
4: So it's one of the most beautiful ranges in our country as well. You have it's in Canon Axis, and they you have the mountains in the background so it's a beautiful range too it's 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 very very nice so
0: awesome complete with uh mountain weather yeah complete with mountain weather and
4: (laughs) (laughs) crappy internet we do know that you have to go and actually hold all
0: ranges have crappy but there there you can get internet you just have to like go to a specific spot like uh, there's plenty of ranges around the country where you go and there's just like there's nothing right yeah
4: you have to climb the berm if I remember <laughs> correctly, <Christ. laughs> you
0: have to climb the berm. to yeah. get to the point yeah. where you
4: can, where you can Lloyd, call. Lloyd,
0: <laughs> Lloyd Minster, you got you to gotta like go up higher or, or walk up somewhere else or something like that. There's a couple of ranges around the, around the country that will like that. Normally range, good ranges are out in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. That's true. That's Away true. from Civilization.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Kelly, you have any shout outs?
4: I do. I want to say thank you very much to Kyle. he is one of Kyle Voigt. he is one of my peeps but he put on or he coordinated the match that happened last weekend so I wanted to thank you very much to him because he did a fantastic job with that and also he's also coordinating and putting together the Black Badge course as well so I just wanted to or helping him coordinate it and so I wanted to say thank you very much to him he's he's one of our directors our younger director at our club and he's making some changes Um, Maybe not making changes, but he's really getting us some events that are going in that. So I just wanted to say, say thank you to him for all his hard work. I had a lot of fun, by the way, on the weekend. So even though shot like shit. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to take you up, P-Roy, on uh, <laughs> shooting your Shadow 2 with the optics. I'm going to P-Roy. i have to go and check you out. See who you are.
3: Okay. it on. Cool. Mobeta? Um uh,
2: just a quick one to the range officers I've met at the Quebec matches so far. They're all very friendly and uh they run a good match. So uh that was it. Because it seems to be the same people over and over again. So that was it for me.
3: Okay. Volunteers. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to our buddy who gave us the keys to the gravel pit and let us go do stupid redneck shit. And... <laughs> <laughs> and actually a shout out to Colin and he's the one who actually started this yearly tradition and uh, give it up to him. He moved away from Grand Prairie, but he drove up here just to do it. And he organizes it every year. It's always a ton of fun laid back. So shout out to him for getting everyone together to go do that. Can I get an invite for next year? Yeah, me too. Uh, there F? you go. The invites there.
2: All right. Awesome. I'll be there.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Open invite. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for tonight. So it's the sign-off. I'd like to get you to check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. Give us a like on Facebook. And we are at 2791 as of June 24th. Don't know if that's actually updated, gone up at all. Uh, give us a review on Facebook as well. Join the CCFR. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. See everyone. Bye, hey, everybody.